0: The Green bounce, and we have American Dream. I find good job in Pickle Factory. Sarah, I make this vow. 100 years, our family will prosper. And then one day, everything changed.
1: It's been 100 years. The pickle brine preserved him perfectly.
0: Get too old to lose it. The world has changed. Everyone I know is gone. We were able to track down a great-grandson. Greenbaum. Bob. Greenbaum. Bob. <laughs> Your parents, where are they? They passed away. There was a car crash. You will tell me everything of their deaths, how their bodies died, their faces as the life left. We will bond over our pain. Mm-hmm. I understand why you're a religious person, but I am not. How do you grieve for dead parents? They were okay. I have an idea. It's start big old business. That's a very stupid idea, Arshul. You have no wife, no children, dead. no friends, no job. You need help. You will become success. Wow. Ooh, very pungent.
2: Mm, yeah, that's straight from the devil.
0: You will finally make their parents proud. Is this your father? No, that's David Bowie. Is this your mother?
2: No, that's also David Bowie. That whole poster's David Bowie. What's up? It's me. It's Jarek. It's Wes. What's up? I'm Wes. That's Wes. It's, uh, what is it? Matinee Mondays? What are we calling these? Monday Matinee. Monday Matinee. Yeah. With Wes and Jarek. Mm-hmm. That's us. Our new,
1: brand new, movie review podcast for the best year in movies, 2020
2: absolutely uh we're starting up with a lot of movies that are a little bit newer i think is yeah what we're gonna do initially anyway just Mon- kind of mondays like... are for new movies right new movie monday and then maybe we'll do you know classic wednesday mo- weekday oh i like that yeah we'll have like a throwback thing yeah we'll just we'll just we'll do, do a way back wednesday episode way
1: back Wednesdays, like they already had a term for it i thought classic
2: it. wednesday movies is the way to go they knew we were coming so, uh, all right, so today's episode, this is going to be uh, An American Pickle, the new Seth Rogen joint on HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO Max, I HBO think, Plus. I think they're all just Max now. Very good. Or I might be wrong. I have no idea. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't keep up with the uh, streaming services. As you know, On un, not unlike Herschel Greenbaum in An American Pickle, I too was born in 1920.
1: <laughs> you, you also... Are just as old. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I am. I'm 88 years old. So uh, let's just get right into it. So in American Pickle, it is Seth Rogen starring alongside Seth Rogen. There's a little bit of a nutty professor aspect to it. He's playing himself as uh, Herschel Greenbaum, who is this guy in... I forget the name of the town. Oh,
1: uh, Shoshisker or whatever. Shoshka. That's it. Something like that.
2: And it's old school eastern european like turn of the century and he's a guy he's a ditch digger and one of the only joys in life that he really wants to experience is seltzer water which is kind of fun and the story starts and it's him and he meets this girl in the village and they get married long story short blah 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 he ends up coming to america they end up fleeing What's the name of the town?
1: It is, uh, the, 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 the,
2: the, the...
1: That's it. <laughs> no, and... It's, um. Shishul. It's Yiddish. You got it. Sh-t-sh-t-ra. Look, I just found out I was Jewish, all right? I don't know. Oh,
2: that's right. West is Jewish, by the way.
1: Yep. Mazel tov. Yep. So, uh, it's something like that. It's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get Yiddish eventually. Sure. Why not? That's all right. Keep our mitzvahs coming up. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's
2: gonna be Some lit, damn. 2020 Bar Mitzvah. What's the theme? 2020. The theme is 2020? 2020. Yep. The theme is coronavirus.
1: Yep, and uh, and uh, protests.
2: Yeah. Civil unrest. Is <laughs> That's the, the theme.
1: theme.
2: <laughs> uh, so no, he's a ditch digger, Eastern Europe comes to America and gets a job at a pickle factory, right? As you do.
1: Which every... he's smashing rats. He yeah. doesn't get to doesn't... sort
2: cucumbers, he doesn't get to do the salt, he doesn't get to package anything. His job is that he gets to run around the pickle warehouse smashing rats with a club.
1: Yeah, which leads to the I mean this is this is all we're saying, this is very fast. This is this is in two, two, three minutes. I mean, this is the intro to the movie. This is Right, yeah,
2: this is all within the first five ten five minutes, if, ten minutes. It is just
1: it is giving you It's the, a cold open essentially. It is giving you the build up to where the movie actually starts, because as the name suggests, Pickle Factory. Herschel Greenbaum, Seth Rogen, Smashing Rats, falls into a vat of pickles where he is essentially pickled for a hundred years.
2: Yep. Falls into a vat, vat is sealed, and then right after he falls into the vat of pickles, the warehouse that he's working at gets condemned for the next hundred years, and then present day. There's a couple of kids with drone with a drone. Yeah, the that It seemed a little forced. It's definitely like they are like, how do we make this point? Like, how do we
1: make this uh have any point
2: right how do we get the kids to stumble upon this guy because yeah, who would open up a big ass thing of old ass pickles exactly so there's these two kids and they're they're in a park this is present day that we're in i think brooklyn yes and yeah. we're in present day brooklyn there's a couple kids like teenage kids they're flying a drone they fly the As drone. kids do right all well, these kids are their drones now you know <laughs> and uh so they fly the drone into the uh, pickle factory through an open window and the drone you know they lose control of it it knocks open the uh container the vat of pickles where uh Herschel has uh, fallen into what's I, up I got a problem Yeah uh the the vat
1: in the movie took four or five people to put the lid on right Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yet a plastic 100 dollar drone can knock it open as if it was sealed with which I mean, fermentation doesn't make gases, but not that much. Like, it's not; it's pickling, not so much fermentation. It's more pickling.
2: Right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. It's a giant like wooden lid on this big vat, and you know, a, a drone that's the size of a Roomba Just bumps cracks into cracks it, it, open. And it, and it, yeah, it cracks open this massive wooden thing. But
1: they do make fun of it in the film. They kind of make fun of the science behind it. Whenever, because the next
2: scene is him at the convention or the announcement. Right, yeah. They do, like, this whole, like, a caveman thing where he's sitting on this panel. There's a press conference with a couple doctors that have, you know, unfrozen him, essentially. Yeah. Now that he's not in suspended animation anymore. That was a dog sneeze, by the way. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he, uh... We have puppies hanging out today. What do they do? They, uh, they... they, I was was trying to think of the word. But they, they, they... they, Damn it. I trying to think of the word. Let's get that. Anyways, yeah. He gets in... He gets unthawed, as you say, right. caveman style,
2: but pickling. Yeah. yeah. At it's no Man, but it's pickles. And he he kind of voices over for you. Yeah, that I did like that. He, Seth, Seth Rogen's narrating the whole movie. I think it's as Herschel.
1: Yeah. So, so But Herschel. instead of hearing any dumb science sci-fi, they were just kind of like, Doctors make sense. Doctors, uh, explanation make everything better. And yes. then that's it. So that, that's the science that you get behind it. And then the movie jumps to Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen.
2: Right. So... Uh, During this whole process of him coming out of the pickle vat, they are doing all these medical tests and they're doing different records to find, you know, they're they're trying to find out where his wife is, what she's like, what's going on. She's been dead for 80 years. He's got uh, a son that I think is also dead. Son's dead. And his only surviving member of his family is Seth Rogen, who is his great, great grandson.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was great. I think there's one great, right? Is
2: it two greats or just one?
1: One great, because his, gran- his parents were his grandchildren.
2: Gotcha. So it's his great-grandson, and it's Seth Rogan, present-day Seth Rogan, who's very, been,
1: uh, yeah, very... Uh, super hipster. very Super hipster, very super woke, hipster, yeah. very, very, like, uh, your young millennial.
2: Yeah, just typical Brooklyn, you know, uh, Williamsburg hipster guy.
1: Very, very, you know, pacifist, very hyper-liberal to Herschel's very dated conservative values. It's-
2: yeah, at one point, like, it's it's really funny, too, because there's a lot of, like, subtleties in that. Like, he's an app developer, which is not exactly a subtlety. It's kind of a major plot point. But, like, he's an app developer. He lives in Williamsburg. He's, they're, they're drinking seltzer water when they get to his house, not to jump ahead. but uh, And then he's got there's – there's a scene in the movie where he's like, hey, Herschel, Seth Rogen, as Ben – Present day Seth Rogen's like, hey, Herschel, do you want to go to, you know, whatever the restaurant is? They've got jackfruit nachos, like that kind of stuff. It's like hipstery. It's fun. I like that kind of stuff. So, Funny. And it works for the movie. It's it's perfect. So um, it's, it's, I thought it was a really interesting choice.
1: So that's the setup for the whole film is, is the adventure of these two men. Uh, there really isn't a lot of the whole caveman, though, to present day. They don't really go through a lot of, like, right. Herschel...
2: Like that, his transition and like, his adaptation to present day very it's fluid, pretty seamless. Yeah, he's he's, he's immediately like yeah, it's not that big a deal, right? Yeah, he yeah he definitely has this kind of sense of I'm like a, it's like a been there done that kind of thing. Like I've been an entrepreneur, I know. Like he comes from squalor in like Eastern European squalor, which is like a real squalor, and so the idea that he would struggle really in 2020. Brooklyn where everybody's on, you know, motorized scooters and hoverboards. Uh, yeah. he, he thinks it's really easy. It, life seems way easier to him. I guess because it is. Yeah, and uh, I would say this movie is
1: really good for really an good. HBO direct direct to HBO.
2: Yeah, for for not being a theatrical release, it's pretty impressive. And
1: it's not even like a VOD. This is I've seen HBO movies that are pretty good, but this was this felt like an actual in theater film. That HBO is now putting out, and it definitely, this feels like the change. This is the first time in the movies that I'm like, oh, this is because there's not really been a Netflix movie that's done this
2: yet. Yeah, I don't know what it would be the the one that. It premieres on Netflix and it kind of feels like a theatrical release. I think Bird Box might have been the most recent example of that. But nothing on Netflix yet has been like that great.
1: They've bought a lot of movies right. and been like the distribution of it. Right. They put a ton of money behind. Like their, they just throw money around at Netflix. Kind of like I a, was it Ghost of No Na- or Beast of No Nation with yep. Elba. That yep. was really good, but it wasn't like Netflix produced. Right. It was like they bought it. Right. They were like, oh, that was made. We want
2: it on our thing. Same with Hulu and. Right, Um, they'll buy the
1: exclusive streaming
2: rights to these movies that were either supposed to be theatrical releases or were subject to going to other streaming services. Is that right?
1: Yeah, whereas HBO Max is like, we're making this movie, this is an HBO film. Right, the HBO production behind it. It really makes me feel that movie theaters are on the way out. Maybe. I really feel that way. I hope not. I don't think they're going to be gone, but I do think we're not ever going to see the 20 theater plexes anymore.
2: Like a multiplex.
1: Yeah, it's gone. I think, I, I'm
2: fine with that.
1: I think you're only going to get your blockbusters and maybe your foreign films, maybe like your art films that right. can pay for a day or two.
2: Right. Or like, a, like a Taika Waititi film. There's absolutely or... no
1: reason a movie like this should be in theaters. Like, let me watch it in my house. Right. I don't need to see most comedies in a theater.
2: But yeah, it that's feels true.
1: a bit pointless for me to go spend twenty seven dollars when I can pay you know fourteen dollars a month and watch three of them. Exactly, that makes
2: sense. Well, let's drop this phone. Um, but it's it's good. So uh, a couple things I wanted to get to. He's <laughs> I I don't know. Did you I don't know what I'm trying to say. Did you What did you think of this movie the first time you saw it? Because I think you've seen it twice. I've seen it right? twice now. I went
1: in thinking this is a comedy. Right. I went in thinking this was a Seth Rogen comedy because the name is American Pickle. It's about like Everything leads me silly. to believe this is going to be a
2: comedy. Yeah, and it's actually like a really deep film. It's pretty heartfelt. Yeah, on, there's, there's a lot of religious stuff here. There's a lot of Jewish uh, kind of heritage stuff. A lot of family talk. Obviously, feels very relevant for 2020. Sure. Um,
1: it definitely. I'm trying to think. It definitely was a lot deeper you know there was a lot more yeah like I said, religion and there was the movie doesn't really have as many funny parts as it feels like it should it's not
2: slapstick it's not like it's like not super Stoner bad. comedy typical seth rogan it, it's a, it's got a little bit more weight to it it's a little heavier than that especially toward the end like the first probably half hour 35 40 minutes it's maybe pretty funny flies by it's you know jokes all over the place, and it's narration, which I always like because it you know it's 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 the easiest way to just move a story along without wasting scenes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that, and then a little more than halfway through, it kind of flips a little bit. There's a there's like a tonal change, and it becomes a lot more heartfelt, and it and it stops becoming you know the novelty of guy. You know, falling into a vat of pickles and, and being preserved for 100 oh, years. Oh yeah, completely gone. It kind of wears off as the movie progresses and it becomes uh, about the two of them, Herschel and Ben, kind of reconnecting and Herschel trying to get Ben to embrace, I think, more of the like the Jewish heritage, some of the relig- uh, religiosity. Religi- Is that a word? I don't know what you're trying to say. We'll but like just the religion? That. Yeah, just more of the religious kind of aspects of his heritage, really, like of his life, like his past. He's he doesn't have any family, right? Because Seth Rogen, uh, Ben, modern day Seth Rogen, his parents both died in a car crash about five years ago. Like that's the yeah, that's what they that's the time. It's where he got the money to pay for the app, right? And as you know, they died right after I think he graduated college, and they give him his graduation card, and there's a check in it, and it's an investment from his parents into. The new app that he's developing and he doesn't have a name for it yet he doesn't know what it's going to be but they're kind of they're they're on board and throughout the movie he's got this really kind of they, they keep hinting at this like estranged relationship with his parents and you're not exactly sure why until you do find out that they you know they invested in his app company which again you don't find out until a little bit later
1: yeah, it's more of a, it definitely makes it feel like he, you know, that something happened between them where in reality, he just hasn't accepted their death very well.
2: Right. He hasn't, he, he hasn't grieved. He hasn't, and Herschel brings this up uh, when he's talking about, you know, they're flipping through an old family album and Herschel's asking, you know, who, who are these people? Who's this guy? Where are you? Who are they? And Seth Rogen as Ben is like, these are my parents. And it's very sad because Herschel's wife is dead, Sarah. And his kid is dead because he's been, you know, suspended 100 years yeah. this whole time. And Seth Rogen's parents are dead. So the only family that either of them really have is each other. And I think Herschel tries to uh, kind of get Seth Rogen to open up and connect with him more. Like he wants a, a relationship with him. But Seth Rogen is so averse to the religious aspects of, you know, kind of his own heritage, really, I think. Yeah, because in the movie he's
1: never he even states he was never religious before. Right, uh, and then like that I think that's where the movie takes a big tonal change. Is the whole time they're going to know each other. Uh, it's really pretty. I mean, kind of your classic comedy movie for a while there, like the odd man type thing.
2: Right, it's a little odd couple at
1: first, and then it goes kind of ridiculous. Never they go to the family cemetery. And a Russian vodka label gets put up above and a billboard above and it causes Herschel because he hates the Cossacks.
2: Yeah. Because they murdered his family.
1: Uh where some of the his best catchphrase is that's where it comes out. Yeah, which yeah. Which is I
2: will do violence. Yeah, and he's got he's got some really fun uh like he's like kind of catchphrases, little one liners that he keeps kind of going back to throughout the movie and it is great. Yeah, he's he's gonna do violence against the uh the construction workers that are putting up this this $200,000 billboard in the middle of the cemetery right next to Herschel's wife's gravestone. And he thinks it's really disrespectful that he, he gets into a fight with these construction guys and they have to go to jail for five seconds, which I thought was kind of weird. They kind of yeah. fly through and
1: that. Just kinda, the assault charges are immediately dropped. Right. Um, I will say for me that is one of the, the weaker parts of this movie is the forced conflict
2: between them. Mm-hmm of the two characters yeah it, it, it is it's it's a little heavy-handed at first i think but i think it's because they kind of had to do it that way because they really don't know each other and seth rogan isn't around uh herschel at all and he doesn't have any family he, isn't, he literally doesn't have any other family and so the some of the stuff even though it does seem a little forced i think it's it's probably necessary because they are so estranged no, I just mean that the, the the conflict of the movie in terms of like oh was that not even what you were talking about? Did I just filibuster forever about something that you weren't even talking about? <laughs> just, I mean, Damn, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, it's the podcast, folks. <laughs> it's the way it works. The
1: conflict that they threw into the movie to to make the issues, mm. it felt like the writer was just kind of like, I need to think of something right. to because after that leads to a split
2: between them, right. Yeah, they get in the fight. It's very Judd Apatow, where the two guys are friends, and then they're not friends, and then at the end of the movie, they're friends again. It's very Mumble Corey. Right.
1: Where uh, Herschel decides, I'm done with you. You're a coward. You're never going to be successful. It's all about the family. And they, they both have a different way of what's family in this. Like That's the whole point of this movie, is how to honor family, but they're mm-hmm. both so diametrically opposed on how to do that. Yeah. That's literally the whole entire plot. Yeah. yeah and i i do like the movie a lot but for me that the the conflict the way things happen were a
2: little weird mhm it's uh, yeah it's it's a little manufactured and they, i think it's it's to move the story along and i think it's also so that the movie's not that long because the movie's not that long like I mean, it's hour, an, an hour 38 hour 38
1: something I, like that yeah it just they seth
2: rogan's uh, modern day character was kind of a piece of shit He's not a great guy, yeah, and he's not necessarily like an anti-hero, but I I don't know that he's the protagonist in this. He's openly
1: the one causing most of the problems. He's the one that calls the health department. He calls, he asks the question that gets Herschel kicked out of America, like all of these things Mm -hmm. that are directly because he's just jealous of his success.
2: Right. Yeah, and it's it's funny too because, you know, he's jealous of this guy that has literally been frozen essentially for a hundred years and is in Brooklyn for 10 minutes and people are asking him to run for office and he's got, you know, he starts making a very Trump light yeah, well, yeah. because
1: his opinions are very, you know, anti-sodomite, you know, God will strike you down, sodomites Buy my pickles. Like that's right. a tweet. he gives. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he discovers Twitter and it is, it's, it's, he's saying things about women. He's saying things about sodomites. It's very, <laughs> you know, like again, Eastern European kind of turn of the century rhetoric. Herschel, is that character is the star. I mean, he really pulls the movie along. Just yeah.
1: great. You you are very invested in his character the whole time.
2: I think it's great too. Do you think where does this rank for you uh, in terms of Seth Rogen performances,
1: like cinematically? I think it's definitely one of his best roles he's done. I,
2: I do too. I think it's just really one of the better things that I've ever seen him do. It's really, uh, it's really out of the box. It's it the degree of difficulty. In a project like this, I think is a lot higher even than people I think give or will give credit for. Oh, I think the how good he is as Herschel
1: mm-hmm. shows how good he is as Ben. Because Ben is annoying. You don't like the way he acts. You think he's selfish. Like, that's all the role he's playing. Right. He's playing the selfish millennial Williamsburg hipster. Like That's what he's doing. And mm-hmm. he's doing it really well. Yeah. Never in the movie am I watching, like, I agree with Ben. Like, you agree with Herschel and his horrible opinions. Right. Like, whenever he's like, women are welcome to get pickle, unless they have mency and they should stay in tent." Like, that, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking terrible, but it's hilarious. Right. Like, it's,
2: yeah, they have small hands. They like to serve. It's, it's small hands. It's easier to serve food. That kind of stuff that he's doing. People um, in Wiltshire, right? my pickle's so good, you forget God cursed your legs. Like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But it's fun. I, I agree. I think I think this is really one of the better things that I've seen Seth Rogen do. And like I said, I think the degree of difficulty in doing a project like this is kind of off the charts. And it's really impressive. Um, what what what, what, are the what thi- did you not like? What, okay. what did you like about this one?
1: So did or didn't like? Didn't. Didn't like. Like I said, I don't like the forced uh, like oppositions that were thrown in. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that. The main character, well, Herschel and Ben get into a fight at the cemetery. Well, apparently that leads to his arrest, which then leads to his online public jail profile being uploaded a day later, which leads to his app not getting developed, which then leads to them being into a fight. And then Herschel decides, I'm going to go make pickles, which I was confused about because I was like, is it a Jewish pickle factory he was working at? Or was he not allowed to work because he was Jewish at the pickle factory? Like, that's what I thought.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't clear on that either. I didn't know if it was like a kosher pickle thing, and it was, like you said, it was like a, like a traditionally Jewish job, I guess, in early 1900s. I, I don't know.
1: I personally thought that they were saying, like, you're Jewish, you all you do is smash rats.
2: Right. So I was very
1: confused why he wanted to make pickles. I mean, it's funny, because he's a pickle guy. And, like, that was, probably, that was probably the only thing I did. I didn't like that they were fighting all the time. It didn't feel very realistic to me because I feel like, as Ben, he should have said, like, oh, I fucking forgot you were frozen
2: for 100 years. Maybe I should be a little more tolerant. Exactly. I'm just going to be a giant dick the whole movie. Right, and he kind of is. Like, he doesn't have a ton of that understanding that you think that he would have. Like, that perspective of this guy has not been around, essentially, since
1: 1920. (laughs) That's my favorite thing is that the movie openly tells you, like, yes, we all accept he's 100 years old. Like, or whatever, 130 years old.
2: Perfectly preserved. Perfectly preserved. Because he was in salt.
1: And yet, He's at the same outside. time, no one seems to grasp that at all.
2: Right, yeah. It, yeah, there's like a weird disconnect. And it's like, we understand that this guy is from a different time. But also, how dare you say that people so, in wheelchairs' legs don't work. So, like,
1: so that I'm confused. Is this movie saying, like, we should forgive boomers? Like, what is the point... What is
2: the message behind this movie? I think the message was, uh, it was the uh, tolerance, it was family. I think it was like a, it was a big family thing. This was
1: oh, th- see, and that that's where I thought it shined. Right, was the stuff about the Jewish heritage, and the way, uh, the way Herschel, in his own shitty way, kind of brought Ben back to family togetherness. Right, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I loved that part, and I thought Herschel, the character, was just hilarious. He was phenomenal, and the two. The uh, the gay couple in the beginning was hilarious as well. It was the guy from the they Facebook were, videos, they the, were great. Uh, the the food guy. Have you seen those videos? He like he, he like gets mad whenever there's like weird white people food. Oh no! He's like sitting here, like, laying on his bed and he's like, oh child. Seen these videos? No, I have oh, no you idea. You know what? We'll to link it. We'll link it on the Facebook, everybody. Yeah, we'll drop something But he's for a, you. he's uh, he so was on Ellen about. before she got canceled for being he terrible. He was. So she, he was on Ellen before she got canceled. Oh yeah.
2: She's done, dude. Yeah, Ellen's
1: out of here. She's get out of here, Ellen. Yeah, we'll see you later. Just bye. I, yeah, I don't know
2: what that's about. Yeah, What's she's mean to about. people, right? How are you gonna be bullied by a five foot one, like tiny little white woman? I don't know. Those are, they those seem to be the people that are causing a lot of uh, so mad. Uh, conflict at the moment. I I don't know. I will say it's kind of
1: upsetting that like he this movie didn't come out a year later because it would have been really funny to see that Herschel character in the pandemic.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, like all of these other things the masks that go along. and all—they right. just everyone walking they did not around not wear masks, a mask, but. right? Yeah, face like the face shield stuff. Yeah, and he yeah. he absolutely be like one of these anti-maskers. That would have been a really funny uh, plot point. Yeah, that would have been really fun.
1: Um, and I would say the only other thing I didn't like besides that was I just couldn't tell tonally what this movie was. Sometimes, right? I it, couldn't tell yeah. if it was like a fun comedy. I couldn't tell if it was like a
2: dramedy. It does, yeah. It, it kind of rides this wave of going back and forth from kind of it's it's never really slapstick but it can be a little bit silly and then it gets a little bit sillier and then it gets super serious and then yeah, it goes yeah. back to being a little bit silly it's weird it kind of it kind of shifts it goes up and down like that because the, throughout the, the film
1: uh, the plot isn't super detailed i mean it's just he becomes a pickle empire out of nowhere Right, which that you know he gets in trouble for using garbage and trash to make his pickles. Yeah, he ends up
2: he goes to like Whole Foods and he tries to buy you know a basket full of cucumbers, and the lady at the counter is like, "These are ninety cents each," and he's like, "What do you mean ninety cents a piece? Like what?"
1: Which is that you know that it was funny, and then he goes outside and he dumps or right. dives right. for all so the he ingredients. Steals. Yeah, which that whole part is pretty goddamn funny. But mm-hmm. then
2: there's a scene where he has to get interns right he has to so he gets like pickles like he finds cucumbers out of the the grocery store dumpster at the back he finds old jars and he finds like a bag of salt and so he's going to make his own pickles so that he can raise two hundred thousand dollars to get this billboard of the russian vodka taken down from the jewish cemetery where his wife and their family are buried which is kind of the driving that is like yeah
1: the actual like end goal of the movie is but it's very weird because they it doesn't really feel like the plot, as well, no, because much it's
2: resolved like very soon. When you've got and you've got like, an, like a half hour left in the movie, <laughs> yes. like he they, he ends up. Spoiler alert! He hires, uh, you know, he hires the interns because he can't pay. Anybody. One of the
1: best scenes is him hiring interns and treating so them like because, slaves. Yeah,
2: because they're un, they're unpaid workers, and he's like, the, there's these two customers that he has are like, well you should hire some people to help you. He's like, I can't do this by myself. And the guys are like, well, you should hire people to help you. And he's like, I can't afford to hire anybody. And then one of the guys is like, why don't you get interns? And he's like, what is that? And they're like, they're unpaid workers. And he's like, they're like slaves? And they're like, no, not really. And so he has uh, these uh, job... Well, auditions, I don't know, I think interviews? It was, it was college kids looking for college credit. Right. And he gets them on a table. He lines them up in the park. Yeah, like a and legitimate... he has them stand up one at a time on a picnic table, and he's, like, poking them with a stick, and he's walking he's like around checking them. their
1: bodies like a slave option.
2: Yeah, and he has them, like, open their mouths. He wants to see their teeth. It's hysterical. It's, like, a little tongue-in-cheek. Kind of slave auction thing. It's very funny.
1: But then from there it goes right back to kind of slapsticky comedy. Right. Where now it's
2: a legitimate pickle empire. Yeah. Now like, he's like making work, pickles yeah. in
1: the park, and they're like slapping on the grades on the side of the pickle yeah, bucket. Yeah. Health
2: department grade keeps going up because you know the production's a little bit better, and the, the and cleanliness is a little bit better.
1: Full on resolves the conflict, gets the sign taken down, buys the plot back, makes all of his money. And then it's a whole other plot. It's a little
2: too easy, yeah. Yeah, it's like a whole. And then it's like. And then the second half, yeah, it kind of flips and it becomes like he's saying all of these controversial things. He's comes saying up. all of these outdated things. Yeah, he they have him at a. Uh, it's like a. Like he's a like a Ben stage. fucking Shapiro. Event. It's like a debate stage kind of thing that they have him at. Like, whatever the event is, it's Yeah, like or, speaking engagement. Or all the freaking incels
1: watch on YouTube, and they're like, oh, feminist gets pwned by Ben Shapiro. Like, it's one of those type of videos you watch on Facebook. Right, there's like one of those kind of, uh... Like, man versus, like, liberal versus conservative debate. And he's just the whole time being like, super,
2: yeah, super terrible. That's when he's saying the things about the women having small hands and the wheelchair stuff. And he's like, but yeah, and as you said earlier, he, he always ends all of these ridiculous, controversial things that he's saying with buy my pickles. Yeah. He's just always buy my pickles. I want office. Like all these things. He doesn't know what he's saying. Right.
1: And again, this is where Ben is shitty again. Mm -hmm. Towards the, right. Yeah. we're not even skipping. I know it sounds like we're skipping over. But the movie is kind of incoherent like this. I mean, this is how the plot goes. It's a little choppy, yeah. And so Ben, Seth Rogen, younger, the modern day Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. shows up and decides to ask a question on Christianity. Right. Which, uh, you know, after Herschel now has like an alt-right following a little bit, like that whole like freedom of expression type guy, because right, he says right. what he wants.
2: Right, right. It's like a freedom of speech argument thing, but he's only using that to say wild shit.
1: Yeah, he has no opinion, actually, on liberal or Republican. He just wants right. you to buy his pickles. Like, exactly. that's his whole point. Exactly. But Ben knows if he says something controversial about Christianity, Herschel will say it's terrible, and that Jesus' mom was a prostitute, and that shit was fucking hilarious. That was one of the funniest things i ever heard. That is funny. And then they end up chasing him down the street. and throw <laughs> Everyone knows Jesus' him. mother is prostitute. And she made the Jesus story to hide uh, the fact she's a prostitute. Like, it was one of the funniest <laughs>
2: If you believe in Jesus Christ, you're stupid. You are stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the best scenes in the movie, and then uh, this leads to now left and right hating him because now the conservatives hate him because he's anti-Christian, the right hates him because he's uh, anti-social justice, (laughs) and he he gets deported. Well, then then it goes. Yeah, then it goes slapstick again. Yeah, because like that's kind of serious, right? And And then it goes into
2: Seth Rogen's house.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then it goes slapstick immediately to the Seth Rogen trying to, or Ben trying to save Herschel by sneaking him to Canada. Right. At which point, they get in an argument about uh, what actually happened, how Ben betrayed him. Right. But then at the same time, it's like, he, it was it was very weird. Yeah, like, and again, it's... it's Because then Herschel punches him, knocks him out, and then for some reason, Seth Rogen packed him a razor, or a shaver. Right. Shaves his face.
2: They look the exact same. Right. Yeah, because Herschel's got a beard the whole time. He's, he looks very, you know, 19th century or, you know, early 1900s, whatever it is. You know, Eastern European guy. He's got the pork pie hat thing going. He's got the crazy beard. <laughs>
1: but then they, he's like, oh, hello, uh, Canadian friends. Uh, yeah, the
2: some Hersch- patrol officers just standing <laughs> Her- around.
1: Herschel is back there. I am Ben. And I was like, wait, hold on. You would yeah. both be arrested. You're in Canada. Yeah. So, he's like, yeah, very slapsticky comedy again, only to lead up. To the most emotional part of the movie, which is it, it's really good. The emotional parts are really good, where Ben gets deported because apparently they can't tell the difference. They they just don't know what is the difference, even though you could immediately tell. Yeah, one whatever. of them has
2: a beard and one of them doesn't, and that's like the evidence they use in court that's the... to to deport whichever one they're trying to deport. And they end up sending Seth Rogen back to the old country. And so then
1: they yeah, he gets to the old country, and at it, at that point he. Finally gets to his Jewish side.
2: Right, yeah. That's where he kind of gets back in touch with his actual heritage. He, he becomes a little bit more religious. He starts praying. He, yeah, goes he to this temple. He, he
1: gets to his old village. He gets to the old temple. And then he prays with the group of Jewish older men for his parents. He yeah. finally is able to grieve right. properly. Right, right. And then Herschel's there for some reason. And then
2: Herschel shows up, yeah.
1: For absolutely no... Because, because I didn't, Alexa... Tells him how to yeah. get on a flight. Yes, yeah, so Alexa told him how to get to a flight, and then they uh, he, they just make
2: up. Yeah, and then it's good, and it's everything's resolved, and there's a real sense of closure at the end of the movie, which I think is nice. But it does seem a little rushed. It's a little bit forced. It's a little bit choppy. I would have preferred a series, but I kind of don't mind it. It would be a really fun. Yeah, like the limited series I think
1: if it had been like Four to six episodes It would have had more time To kind of get these Like conflict I think it should I, Honestly, now I'm saying it, I wonder if it was
2: Because like it there was, Like the original idea I
1: wonder if it was Or if it was written For HBO to be a show Like a yeah. like three or four part series But it makes more sense At certain points For of it to have gone black And me wait Because mm-hmm. there were so many times That like something happened Rising, you know Conflict and the resolution And then it immediately jumps To something else Like it yeah. happened Three different times yeah because it's like you know, get the sign down, make pickles, done right you know uh be con- be conservative voice, get destroyed, run away, get arrested, get deported, come back, I mean there's three different plots happening in one movie in an hour and thirty minutes, it is mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. Yeah, it Even is. It's this a lot podcast is going to sound choppy because we're trying to describe the way this movie happened. Yeah, it's
2: a little haphazard. But like,
1: I'm, like, I mean, I'm listening to us talk about it, and I'm like, are we having strokes? I know. it's it's Yeah, so they get the sign down, then he makes pickles, and I'm like, wait. And then he becomes like a political activist.
2: I love how, by the way, in the movie, that he, <laughs> he actually does raise... That was one of the things that I didn't like. $2, $200,000 in pickles? He raises almost a quarter million dollars by selling pickles, but you don't have a timeline. There's no... timeline. I don't no know how long line. it takes. It's, I don't know how long he's been selling pickles. And I don't know who selling, he's selling them to. He's selling one pickle
1: for $4. One pickle's $4, and then a jar of pickles like
2: 10 I think he
1: says yeah, that again later at some point. And then $15 for a picture with Herschel. If you want a picture, a cell phone picture. If you want
2: telephone pictures, another to 15 15
1: and it's, even the math alone would be what for? You say ten dollars. That's still what
2: um, ten dollars a jar is. How you know how many jars what a day that? you get five hundred bucks?
1: Wouldn't that be like 50? Ten like fifty thousand pickles you need to sell? Or right?
2: I have no idea. Oh, it's, it's math. A- I think I just said fifty <laughs> times ten is five hundred. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. It's, well, I'm good at math. I think, just, yeah, I'm great at math.
1: No, you're. You know what? You're a goddamn genius. Do it on the fly. Thank you. Don't, don't don't let anyone ever tell you what you can or cannot do. It'd be 20,000 pickles he'd have to sell. Really needed that today. 20,000 pickles? <laughs> 20,000 pickles individually or 20,000 jars? 20,000 20, jars. Gotcha. Now, let's just like, I mean, that's got to be at least like one cubic. Mean, it's a fuckload of money he's spending.
2: It is. It's a lot that he's spending. It's a lot that he's making. And I don't know how long it takes. And it's kind of annoying. But he gets the billboard down. So it's all good. That is, yeah, but that's like That's the, the, the craziest
1: part Of the movie for me He cuts the billboard down Right mm-hmm. You'd think Ben would be like Oh hey, gra- thanks Thanks Let's yeah. You know what I was an at He's just so bitter and jealous Not a ton of self-awareness On Ben's part But then it's like They've known each other For like It feels two days
2: it feels like they've known each other for two days. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I needed, like, timestamps. stamps. I need, like, a timeline. I don't know how long... Because the weather never changes. He's there, yeah. And it's raining all the time. So this is obviously all in the fall. Right. It's all, like, within the same season. So it's just, it couldn't have been more than a few months. But, yeah. It's just... It's, <laughs> it, just... it's definitely... The, the, time, the time
1: choppiness is very... Like, but the movie...
2: I am all these the criticisms really all these criticisms it's still a really good film the movie itself is really good yeah there are there are some holes and that's kind of what we're doing here is we're just kind of poking holes a little bit, but we're also just kind of breaking it down yeah because i, I from think all angles
1: I think we're trying to say that
2: it's a really good movie it is good it's definitely worth a watch for sure uh um, and, and I mean I would i mean how many pickles are you gonna give it I mean we're gonna do the ratings every uh at the end of every episode we we rate whichever movie yeah one uh, out of ten something one to ten. Uh, one to ten. What depends on which movie we're watching. And this is pickles. So one to ten pickles. How many pickles are you gonna give this one? I'm gonna give
1: this six and a half pickles. I'm going seven pickles for this one. So six point seven five pickles is the rating here. Six
2: point seven five pickles. Check (laughs) out an American pickle. Seth Rogen, written. I don't know if he directed it too. I don't know if he did. But written, starring Seth Rogen as Ben. And as Herschel. it's uh, it's a ton of fun. It's it's fun visually too. You get on HBO Max, right? HBO Max, uh, is it the that's the only place? Only place you can get it, yeah,
1: exclusively HBO Max. There you go. Um, I I I want to say I know from our first episode to this one, it's a tonal shift in our own part because we we were kind of funnier and we definitely tore Tax Collector apart. I mean, Tax
2: Collector is just that's a piece of garbage. I mean, Tax Collector. That I, it, you almost can't even explain it to people. It it's won't. hard
1: to. It, the thing is, I don't uh, want us
2: to like be forty minutes of me and you being
1: like, "Oh, what a great film! It was perfect." Because like that's not our that's not our point of this podcast. We definitely like to talk about and discuss things, right? But it is also hard to like be funny about this movie by
2: how deep it is. It's a little heavy, yeah. It's it's a little heavier. Seth Rogen. Probably
1: It'd be like if we were like, "Oh, Boys Don't Cry." That bitch. Like you can't. You can't just be like. We're Winona? Yeah, we, it's, not, it's not right, you know. What I mean, there's certain movies you can be
2: funny because you know, we made some jokes in this one. Sure. But, well, yeah, I mean, some of these are going to be a little bit more, uh, you know, silky like, and silly. And this one is—it's got a little bit of heart to it. It's got a little bit of. It hat changed
1: me it. after we—we we just watched it right before the podcast. And we did, yeah. We just finished it. It actually changed my like tone. Like, it made me not want to be as. It's it, jokey. It, it, it,
2: it does. It kind of puts you in a little bit more of a somber mood because it is a little... It's so serious, especially on the back end. And you... I will say the
1: ending and the resolution, it really gets to you. And, I mean, like I said, I only had issues more with, like, editing mm-hmm. less than the movie. Like, the movie, like, the actor, like, Seth Rogen was great. The... the the actual jokes always landed.
2: Yeah, the script is really
1: good because it's Seth Rogen and the script's always good. It's almost my, almost my. you can boil it down
2: for one thing. I wanted more. I wish I had more time to enjoy these characters. I wouldn't mind a sequel either. I would watch something along those same lines again. I don't know how you do something like this movie a second time, but uh, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to it.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the characters and like I said, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a good film for, especially right now. You kind of want to feel something that it, it even changed the way we were recording. Yeah. like it, it, It's heartwarming. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's nice not to always, you know, not everything's a joke, guys. Yeah, we got to be a little bit serious sometimes on this pod. Yeah, fucking dicks always yelling at us to be, to be. we're not your clowns. No. Let me go put my makeup on for you. Yeah, we're not clowns. You You your royalty. What? Yeah. Kings, queens, I don't need them. I'm here to be happy. That's what I'm
2: saying. That's what it's all about. It's about being happy, everybody. Watch An American Pickle. And be happy. On HBO Max. Be happy. It's a ton of fun. I'm happy. Can't do the actual song. I I don't have that money. Can't do that.
1: Robin Thicke's going to get us. Ew. With his penis. Is he still around? (laughs) No, he's just creeping around. Right?
2: Ellen's canceled. Robin Thicke is still out here just doing whatever he wants? All right. No, there's no way. Right. What's he doing? I don't know. In the thick of it, probably. Not making anything good. <laughs> Jarek, where can we find you? Slam. Uh, I'm at Ingle Jarek on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You guys know what the deal is. Wes, where are you? You can
1: find me at Westifer on Twitter. Uh, I don't really have an Instagram, but you can find our, this, this the, uh, the production team behind this whole, this grass-fed cake. You can find them at Facebook and Instagram.
2: Grass cake uh, is kind of the umbrella that we're doing all of all these the different shows. projects under. Yeah. And so that is uh, that's the page. That's the Facebook page, Grass Cake on Facebook. Uh, I think there's a grass cake on Twitter, I'm not sure if we still have that account. Uh, it doesn't really bother me.
1: Yeah, Twitter is more of our personal stuff. You can but find yeah, Twitter for
2: each of us, uh, individually if you wanna hang out, reach out, talk to us, chat, whatever. Uh W E S T A F U R. There you go. And then uh Ingle Jarrett. All right. We'll guys. spell it for you in the description. Figure it out. All right everybody. Thank you. See you. Peace.